This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's At right. At your house. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's the office number. Don't call my cell phone. All right, so um, welcome to uh, another episode of Saying Crap Different Day. Welcome. So what's up? So uh, so today we don't have anything planned for y'all. We're really going to do a little freestyling. Um, so who knows what we're going to end up talking about. Uh, I'm going to put Rashad on the spot. Oh. <laughs> so you can go Come on, Rashad. Okay. Come on, tell her what you got to say today. You know we're going to talk about? As always, relationships. Derek, hit it. What? Your the theme song. song. The theme oh. song. You forgot already. What I called you. Don't even Anyway, Whatever, it's, but it's, I it's, know it's with Rashad. <laughs> there we go. There we go. One, two, one, two. So it's Rashad on the mic. <laughs> and today we're talking about relationships. In particular, we're talking about communication and relationships. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about communication? It's important. It's important. So when you say, is it like a... So with communication, is it like if I tell you where I'm at, do I need to tell you where I'm at every day? Or how? how do, what's your viewpoint on it, Tony? So, so communication is important uh, just so you'll be able to understand what the other person is coming from. There are two types of communication. You have verbal communication and nonverbal communication. Uh, I think a lot of times, especially when people have been in relationships for a long time, they rely a lot more on nonverbal communication, which sometimes can be a problem because sometimes they may not, those actions may not mean what you think that they mean. But verbal communication is always the best. Like, I don't like text messages. Because you can't convey emotion in text messages. You know, you get a text message and, you know, you put however you're feeling into the way that it's worded. And it's like, I didn't really quite mean it like that. Right. So, you know, but what you're talking about is tracking. No. No. Because only reason I ask because, you know, well, first I call because I can't text everything I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, Black Youngster said it himself. So, you know, you know, booty. Hey, hold on. Let me get back on the subject. But no, only reason I ask so because. You know, we live in a world where technology is big, where yeah. it's easier to send a text message than to pick up the phone and talk about what's going on. Or it's easier to just ignore or see on social media, oh, they say they got a pissed off attitude. I ain't going to go that way today. So how do we get better at communication? Cause that's the goal is to get better. Well, so, go ahead, Derek. I have a question. What's up? When it comes to communication, especially with our millennial and younger generation, are we... A lot of times we don't use that direct communication, but our indirect communication, just like you said about that Facebook thing. Right. Like I put something on Facebook. Now I put something on Facebook. It might not, you know, for me, I just put random stuff on Facebook. Right. And if whomever is interested in me or I'm having communications with wants to read into that Facebook thing. That is something about them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you reading into something that they may actually may not be there. Right. And a lot of people use that Facebook platform as their communication method. And like Tony said, even with text messages, that Facebook whole, you know, putting it up there. Because if you try to figure out what I'm feeling by my Facebook, you will forever. But 
but I I want I do want to say that I think like your generation and really Derek starting with your generation. That's why I said millennials. Um, you know the the communication is a lot of times limited to 140 characters, and then even the way that you respond to things, like perfect case in point, when I sent y'all the text message today, neither one of y'all responded to me. Let me know you got the message. Right. Y'all do that shit all the time. Right. Like, y'all don't like leaving. Now, I'm not talking about y'all personally. I'm just talking about your group. Like, y'all don't like leaving um, voicemails on people's phone. Like, if you don't leave a message, how the fuck I know that you done called and what the hell you want? Because you see my missed call. <laughs> that's <laughs> not the sure. way. That's not the That's not <laughs> the way that. That's not the way any of this works. I, I got you. And even with the uh, responding to the text message, I had a couple of people that has, you know, said something. And they were older um, folks that were, you I know, still when understand. they said. And so for me, and what's crazy is, and they actually understood after I explained it, if you send me a text that is wanting me to do something or whatever, and it doesn't actually require a response, if the answer is just yes, so you know, whatever, hey, I don't need to say anything. But if the answer is no, or... Because I can be there. What happened to okay? I mean, would it kill you to say okay? And here, but here's why though. Suppose you had been asleep, or suppose your suppose you'd been asleep because your phone died, you wouldn't have been able to get the message anyway. But I mean, there's always something to say. Okay, I got the message. I understand. So when you translate that to the way y'all communicate in relationships, it's a recipe for disaster. You are correct because we assume. Right. You are assuming. So I, I get you there. I get, I, I do. I do. And I might have to work on that. Well, I will have to work on that. But, but the voicemails are like, because my, so so again, we're talking about assumptions, right? So you assume that you saw, I saw you calling, so I should automatically call you back. Well, you might have just been wanting to call see I was doing and not really anything important. I'm not going to call you back for that. You know, but by the same token, leaving a voicemail would have helped me decide on whether or not I need to call. Because we're all busy. We're all busy. So if I know, if I have some type of signal or clue that maybe this is a reason I need to call you back, that I will. But calling me and not leaving a voicemail is just like, okay. We told you to mute that phone for the I beginning of the show. I thought I did. Show. It is. I thought, oh, no, I didn't. Communication. I thought I did. But in our defense, I forgot I was going to say my we phone. We didn't put you on defense. No, I'm just saying the younger. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I totally understand. But, you know, I guess a lot of times we, maybe some of us think alike, and we don't think about the other side of the thing. So I get it. I'm there. But we totally off the subject. That ain't what he was talking but, about. But, but <laughs> it really does tie into it because when you're in a relationship, you're not communicating properly. It's, it's a recipe for disaster. Like something is bound to go wrong. So let me ask you. So I think this probably is a real life situation. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a real life situation that has gone wrong. So who showed up at your house at 2 o'clock in the morning this time? <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Okay. So so when you're in a relationship, Rashad, how do you like to be communicated to? I will say this. I'm a very protective person. Either whether it's y'all, whether it's family, friends, and it's not that I want to know what's going on. I just want to know you're safe. 
to whether you tell me, hey, I'm about to go to this concert. Okay, cool. Just let me know when you make a stay. And let me know when, you know, just let me know what's going on. That's what I like. Because one thing I don't want to do is I don't, I know we live in a crazy world and I'm, I'm prepared to fight whatever. I'm prepared to handle whatever. So if I can't get to where you are, how can I help you? Guess I'm going to be single forever because I ain't got time to be telling you where I'm going 24 hours a day, what time I got there, what time I'm about to leave. I ain't got time. My nerves. Are so I'm kind of like that to a point. So, <laughs> I, so, you know, people don't realize a lot of things that happen to us are from like, it's informed from childhood trauma. So, so here's a story. So when I was a little kid, I probably was about maybe five or six years old. My mother used to take us over to the movies over at Five Points West, not too far from where you live. And uh, one day, my mom then wanted to go to the movies, and I didn't want to go. And keep in mind, this is a real pre-pre cell phone. Like yeah, we barely had a regular about phone. Cell phone. <laughs> but my mom, no, my mom, no went to the the movies, and they were gone for a really, really long time. And while they were gone, it, it was the middle of the summer, and we always had these little pop-up storms. Big ass storm just came through, just. It was terrible for a six-year-old kid. You got that much rain, thunder, lightning. I wonder where my mom and them at. Why my why what where are they? Why don't I know where they are? You know, and again, this is pre-cell phone. That just really did something to me. So I need to know if you're going or if you made it. Right. I don't care how long you stay there. But I do need to know that you're going and that you made it. Um, but but it also depends on if we living together or not. So we're not living together and I don't know where you are. And I'm not gonna be worried about where you are. So I mean, was that what you were talking about? Like, nah, just just in general, well, for me at least, like I said, like you said, childhood situations kinda made me a little paranoid with situations. So like if I don't get a call back or if I don't get a certain message by a certain time, I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? You know, Abandonment I, issues, you know. And it, it kinda it kinda I feel the need to always protect people. And ooh, Lord me, I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm at the Walmart. You always gonna be by yourself. <laughs> you <laughs> you made me cuss right? already. Shut up. So, so let me ask you this. So, <laughs> so, so, so you know when we when we interview people, we ask them like, how do they communicate good news or bad news? How do you communicate stuff that may be difficult to say to people? Like, say you're in a relationship and you know this relationship isn't going well. What do you do? That, that's communication we got to do face-to-face. You know, because that's text message. No, you can take that in however you want to take it. You know, so I want to meet you face-to-face. But then again, I might just talk to you over the phone. But what if your whole relationship been text message? Yeah. When I call you, you know it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so that means something serious. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. He picked up the phone. <laughs> call and something going on. Yeah, real. <laughs> and, and even with that, though, it's just like, you know, for, for the listeners that don't know, you know, I'm living with cancer. That's one thing I always have to kind of, that's, I, I feel the need to say, you know, only because it's just like at any moment something can go wrong, and let's say you call me and I don't pick up the phone, you know, I could be in the hospital, God forbid, or I could be doing, something could be wrong, I need you to know what's going on. But don't do that to me. Don't do that to me because you're going to have me thinking every time you ain't answer the phone, oh, Lord, I need to do some care, Jesus. You can't prepare for something if you don't know what's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't prepare for it. Don't no, I, I, but get me I think, overly prepared, though. If I'm new, don't get me overly prepared. Yeah, but I also think there's a difference between, like, a healthy communication of whereabouts and things and then people who are just like, I need to know where you are, who with you, take a, 
take a picture of the surroundings. <laughs> Let I, me I, see. I, Who is that in the background? Right, yeah. That type of shit gets on your nerves. Like, that really gets on your nerves. Like, for me, when it comes to relationships, I guess this is why it's hard, because I would want a relationship with somebody that is like my friend. And that I want our communication to be so smooth and wonderful. If my with my friend, I can say, "Hey, you getting on my nerve? You need to go sit on whatever." And they can be cool, or they can say the same thing to me. You know, we have that. I need to be able to be totally honest with you. A lot of people have relationships where they have conversations with their friends that they feel like they can't have with their partner. And I and I guess I'm like my parents, and I know my parents have those midnight pillow conversations where they talk about anything and everything, although they still have stuff that they keep. But, you know, for the most part, what go on, they're going to talk about it. And I just, if my dad will get on my mama nerves, <laughs> or the other way around, they go in there and sit down, or they're going to go in the other room. You know, and so I want... For, and a lot of people don't see that. I was like, oh, you would never tell me I'm getting but, on your nerve. But, but if you get on my nerve. But those, but those are the best types of relationships. Like, I remember I, I, I was dating this guy. And while we were dating, you know, you might see somebody walk by and like, damn, be fine. You know, good Lord. But when you're in a relationship, you don't do that because you're afraid that it's going to hurt the other people. Other if you hear somebody stuff. get slapped he's by his husband <laughs> in here. So if you say too much, you might get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, but but I'm I mean I'm glad that I'm in a relationship now where I can do that, and I probably would not be in a relationship again where I couldn't do that because you know it goes back to the whole dating thing, and I think we we may have talked not talked about this before, but like the one thing I don't like about dating, like dating is always about putting your best foot forward and being the best you that you can be. Like they don't want to see you with your hair not done, blah blah blah, and that's fine, but that's not who you are. Like, you're this disheveled mess, and you got issues. And I think people need to be able to see your issues before you get in a relationship with them. It, I mean, seriously, it's just like, I think, straight, look, look, <laughs> straight men, y'all need to take y'all girlfriends fishing, I mean, swimming on the first date. Because makeup is the devil's frosting. Now, what's sad is, I ain't going to say it's sad, but women... These days, you need to do the same. Yep. Because <laughs> a man with some sunglasses and a hat. They got to have a hat. They got to have a hat piece It's, it's the devil's frosting for men. They got half pieces. And then they start sweating, and then that little black juice that they <laughs> sprayed in the hair. That so Beijing. Look, look terrible. <laughs> and it's like, just be who you are. Like, I have so many friends. Like, I'm at an age now where all my friends are, like, dyeing their hair and doing all this other stuff. I got one gray hair. And I want more. Like I got one gray hair. You say that right now to you. No, no, I'm gonna embrace. No, I'm gonna embrace. I'm gonna embrace. I'm gonna embrace every sign that God gave me to show that I'm getting up. And they is horrible. It's too many of my. (laughs) I know. I know too many of my friends who ain't here for me to be worried about. (laughs) You know, getting older. Like that's a good thing. I we ain't talking about getting older. We talking about gray hair. Gray hair is, can be cute. It can be. We didn't say it is, but it can be. It can be. I want to say, I really like what you said, though. Like, say everybody want to see the good and embrace the good, but they don't, they don't want to look at the bad. You know? Yeah, like... I, like you know, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm, I might even fart on the first date, just so you'll know what you... <laughs> look at, look look at, look at Bobby. Look at Bobby. <laughs> I ain't going to say I'm going to do all oh, that. I might fart on the first date, just so you understand. I'm human. But I might say something smart to see how you take it. <laughs>
<laughs> but you know, no, but that, but that, but Derek, I'm telling you, like that's good too. Because I'm say something smart to see how you take. Because you know, especially especially when you talking about in 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 heterosexual relationships, even in some homosexual relationships, when you find somebody that can't take a joke and they want to blow up on you immediately, that's the first sign. Like I, you know, I I've been in an abusive relationship before. And we we talked about that before about how it starts off with something kind of innocuous, like maybe raising their voice, then they're yelling, then they're pushing, then they think, you know you hold the back of your head because you got a five inch gash in the back of your head. If you if you in a relationship with a person who yells at you, you need to leave. I don't think I could be in a relationship like that. But first of all, who is you talking to? <laughs> right. Somebody got loud with me. One of the class got loud with me on the phone. <laughs> and Eric was sitting there. I'm sorry. I'm just calling folks' names. And I said, who are you talking to? And they say, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, you have to like pump your brakes, bro. <laughs> who are you talking to? Pump your you brakes. Don't do that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm, pop you in your mouth. Go ahead. But- Wait, come on, communication. <laughs> <laughs> And y'all see communication is very important. We all have different perspectives. But communication styles are also important. Exactly. I think it's important to, you know, as, as you move on with this relationship, set those guidelines. Talk about, you know, what you want to do, how you don't want to do it. Because if you don't tell me nothing, I could be hurting you every time. I'm going to keep doing it because I don't know. You know, and I can't, I can't change it. But, go ahead. So, I guess this is a, um, it is a communication question, but, Suppose you're in a, I don't want to say relationship, but suppose you're in a situationship. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Maybe, and then, you know, it may be on the way to something else, whatever, and you kind of like this person, but they are showing you appreciation and affection in a way that you aren't really, ain't really what you 100% want. Say they're one of those people that buy you everything you Mm. want. But all you want to do is go to the movies every three weeks. And they feel like, mm, hey, I'm giving you. <laughs> it's like, you know, 1,200 women out there take, you know, everything you want. But, you know, that ain't what I'm looking for. That's not even communication. That's just not even getting to know a person. Well, yeah. Because, right, I mean, but, it's, know, it's like in the, in the words of that great prophetess, Alanis Morissette, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Like, you can give me all these spoons. I need one knife, bitch. That's all I need. And you gave me these 10,000 spoons, and you expect me to be happy about it. Like, that's what I hate. People buy me surprise presents. Hold on. I hate Rashad. You know what he's talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's Alanis Morrison. She says a song called I Run. But I got the point, though. I got you. I didn't want everybody need, to listen that, to that. That Jagged Little Pill album is the shit. Like, yeah. you need that. I think Morris everybody. Yeah. 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 But, but, but see, think. it's called Ironic. But you know, it's like you. It's like when people buy you presents and expect you to be happy about it. I'm like, I would never have bought myself this. But you got to <laughs> smile. Like, if buy me a gift card from someplace that you know I'll shop. And they feel like, well, I bought you something. You should it, be happy. It means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I think we have been too polite to people too long with that. Like, just cash is a good gift. I mean, regardless of what y'all think, cash is a good gift. Yeah, if you gift. don't know me, give me some cash or a card. <laughs> but everybody else, give me something I like. I like things. I'm talking. <laughs> How did this get back to you? <laughs> I just want the people to know. You can know subliminal messages. See, you hey, 
Mm-hmm. Somebody in Ireland that ain't sent me a message yet. Oh, bro, <laughs> you see all the other cities that yeah, we got? What was it? Cuba, Quebec, somebody. We had Ecuador. Yeah. Uh, Pakistan. Like, who's listening to this shit in Pakistan? We this like food. Send us samples. <laughs> I don't need anybody about food because you might have cats. I'm sorry, liquor. We like liquor. Send us samples. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> But that's all I got for communication. So, so with that, that's a nice little bowl. We're gonna uh, go ahead and go into our first break, and then we come out, come back. We're gonna talk about some more foolishness and fuckery. So, there we go. So, if you are having an event where you need something sweet, something delicious, and even something pretty, you really need to check out Brown Sugar Desserts by Renee. Brown Sugar Desserts has cakes, collars, cinnamon rolls, and other treats that are made homemade, they're fresh, they're warm, they're moist. Right now, they're actually located at Chubb Father's Restaurant in Alabaster, and if that's too far away from you, if you live in the Birmingham area, you can follow them at Brown Sugar Desserts by Renee on Facebook, or Desserts by Renee on Instagram. They also have a sweet truck, so they actually go out at night uh, in Birmingham and sell sweets. So if you got a sweet tooth that's late, late at night, check them out. Ain't no sweet tooth. We know what that is, <laughs> late at night. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, if you want more information, you can give Renee a call at 205-895-1021. That's 205-895-1021. Brown sugar dessert. <laughs> Pixie does a sprinkle everywhere. All right, and we are back. And I'm already scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> Welcome back to our second uh, second phase of saying crap different day. Um, and we're gonna just keep these conversations rolling on. Mm-hmm. So right now, we are at a very pivotal 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 <laughs> time in our in our um, life as a country, um, democracy is really in jeopardy, like really in jeopardy. Uh, there's a whole lot of nationalists and populists and racist rhetoric going on. And the one place that you think, that you would think, Rashad being a straight black man, that you would think, well, we'd be hunky-dory and, sell- and, and throwing sprinkles in there and blowing rainbows is in the gay community. Not so. Um the 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 gay community can be a place of just as much racism if not more than just in regular society um being black and gay in alabama is like like you sitting there like wondering like y'all are supposed to be nice to us like y'all not supposed to do the same thing to what your granddad and them did like y'all should be nice and some of it for me is intentional and then some of it is almost like, oh, well, we just forgot. But we're not going to change anything. So there was a, um, there was a, a recent incident in which um, I was just kind of pissed off because there is this group that sent out a Facebook message for LGBTQ leaders and Board board members and directors of the the HIV agents and all is having this big old summit next weekend, and I looked at it because I got invited from somebody, 
And I looked at it, and there was like one other black person in there. Like they got like 30 plus people. There's one other, it may have been, I want to say it was 80 people in that group, but there's one black person other than me. And for people who always talking about diversity and inclusion, you know, it, to me it's laughable. It's absolutely laughable. We don't want to hear your voice, but we want you to come to our stuff because we're inclusive. No, if I'm not at the table when you're playing, don't invite me to your shit. I'm just not coming. Uh, it's happened with uh, Pride that we have here. It pro- it happens with Pride all across the country because I had a, I was talking to a guy on Facebook the other day uh, in, in Kentucky. Same thing. And I just don't understand how you could be a part of a marginalized community community. And be just as fucking racist as your your straight counterparts. What I've seen, and it's great, you know, we are at different levels. And we work in the same industry, but we are different levels. And, you know, I'm at the peon level. And <laughs> you are not at the peon level. And so, from what I see, I totally understand and I get 100% what Tony, what you're saying, Tony. But what it seems like is, the people that you're talking about, they call and email and do all and do those things to the people that they try to, you know, they'll call me, they'll call whatever and get your opinion and want you to do a sample survey and then whatever. But you're not good enough to come and talk about it. Because you don't have that degree. and So you get all my data. You want to know everything that we've said. But I got to go present it. So, and, and that's part of it that bothers me. And it's, you know, it's kind of like you got to sit at the table. But I don't want you to see you sitting at it. But, you know, that's a little different, though. Because you're talking about, like, research and stuff like that. I'm just talking about with community events. I mean, even the same same things. They call me and find, you know, they call and, well, what y'all doing about this? And when y'all see these people don't come to this? And what y'all do? Who y'all call? And, what y'all, you know, they want to know all the little stuff that, you know, we're doing. And then go back and, and sit at the panel with y'all and say, well, this is what we've gathered. And this, you know. Our research says and how we need to reach. What? Let me ask you a question. So I'm trying to understand what you're going to. So it's almost like a light skin, dark skin thing. Although well, we're black, but yet we still divide ourselves between light skin. It's a little bit worse. It's worse, it, it, mm-hmm. it's wor- it's worse than that for me when you think about colorism versus racism. Because of the fact that these people have, at the end of the day, colorism, we all black. You light skin black, I'm dark skin black. You ain't got no power, I ain't got no fucking power. But when you come to racism within a, a, a marginalized society, you're still white and you still maintain an, in a, a disproportionate amount of the power. And calling them out about it, they get mad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why you get mad? Like, even like, even like right now, and I see them hearing some of the conversations that we're having, like in our private sectors that get back to them, which we want them to get back to you. Just know that. Um, uh, but then, the, but then they'll go and put what I call a token Negro on a board or on a panel. This is a black person who has no other black friends, uh, or someone who. When you think about, Derek mentioned about having credentials. When you think about having credentials, they don't have one. They just a black person that we got. You know, 
Yeah, a token. It's I been, talk good and look good. Right. Or I don't talk well at all. Oh, but yeah. But you got me on there because I'm black and, you know, I can do an eight count. You know, and for me, it's got to be more than that. And that bothers me because, you know, when they people do stuff like that, when you pick the... I was almost about to say something. That kind of, for me, it says you're choosing that person because you feel like that's the representation of the community. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Even when black folks, you know, I know the difference when the news and black folks, but, you know, the people on the news don't never, the nice people never want to talk. But, you know, for stuff like that, they just choose that. We're reconciled to be in their entertainment. Like, and that's that's not cool. <laughs> like, that is not, that's not okay. When it comes it to the LGBT community, there's more than a drag show. <laughs> there's more talent than a drag show. Yeah. But 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 that goes to the community at large. Like, yeah. you know, that's the community yeah. at large. But I mean when I when you think about the race the racial issues, like you throw a huge event and like you have no black people on your board. Mm-mm. Are so there one drag queens? No. This year they had no one. They just got somebody this year. Oh, okay. Oh, you they, talking about somebody particular? I they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that get back. I'm sorry. I, I see you, and we're not pleased. I was saying in general, you know, but 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 but, but you know, my my point is, you know, you can't. And, and Rashad, you you're the only black in a lot of spaces that you're in. You know, I there and, and I both are, have that experience, mm-hmm. and there is a difference when you're the only black in your um, in your space because of a particular qualification or something that you have to have in order to get there as opposed to, okay, I can choose anybody I want. I'm going to choose them. I'm going to choose them. I'm going to choose uh, He's black. I'm not going to choose him. I'll choose him. Well, he's black. He ain't got no black friends. I'll choose him. You know, and that's what that's what we get. And they'll say, well, we don't, we don't know. We just know this person. Bitch, you on Facebook. You can, look, look, you can Google folks and see who knows stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous to, for me to, to to do that. And then, like, even when they, even if you looked at the qualifications that they had for the people with this um, rainbow something something that happened next week, <laughs> you know, when you think about directors and people at the agencies who actually have any type of power or, or authority, like, I'm trying to think of another black man in Birmingham that has the same type of job that I have, and I can't think of one. And what's crazy is for those um, people that's listening that's not a part of the LGBTQ community and know what's going on, what's crazy is, as we're having this conversation, it is almost symmetric to the uh, what they talk about in like the black church and stuff that's in the black community as well. So <clears throat> when I have different conversations, I like to let people know that What's going on in this community is not synonymous, you know, to your communities going on in different places, but we just got to get it together all the way around. We do, I mean, we really do. And then, you know, I, <laughs> 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 we, I mean, we really do. But, you know, and I don't know what it's going to take, you know. And the thing about it is you have too many liberal apologists mm-hmm. who will say, well, you know, well, we didn't mean it like that, or, you know, I think you took it around. No, you didn't invite me. How else am I supposed to take that? Now, how am I supposed to take that? You know, if somebody somebody posted something the other day. Oh, they were saying, I got to find it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those things where, like, all you could say was, 
Well, <laughs> well all right. Hold on, where is it? Okay, here it is. It's a retweet from my friend George Johnson. He's a, 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 a journalist. It said, white queer folk were the ones protesting adding black and brown to the rainbow flag. White queer folks were the ones yelling gays for Trump. White queer folk was the ones yelling all lives matter and blue lives matter. Focus on the violence y'all do to us. And that's the bullshit that they do. You know, just because, you know, you're not walking around with the doggone burning cross or just because you're not walking around with a KKK hood on does not mean you're not racist. And I think, and this is an even broader conversation that I'm going to take this into, I think white people in general think that just because I don't say nigga, just because I don't go to the Klan rally, then I'm not racist. No, you, you, you're very much so racist. And you don't need to have those, you don't need to check those boxes in order to say that you're racist. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that? <laughs> you know, I'm always caught in the middle always. somewhere. I am always caught in the middle. And I understand what you're saying, and I, I do, and I get it when it comes to the racism part, but... Just being going through our everyday, some people just don't, they are who they are. And because I don't know how to, or not comfortable being around certain people or certain situations, because I haven't ever, you know, been there or done that, that doesn't necessarily make them racist. I didn't say that made them racist. So what What makes them racist? When you walk down the street and this white woman passes by you and she clutches her purse just a little closer to her because you're coming there. But black women do the same thing. Not when you're coming down the street. Yeah. No. no. I mean, I'm, no, I, I'm just no. saying because, and what I'm saying is you can't 100% because if my mama, my aunties was walking down the street. Okay, let's talk about it. Let, folks was walking down, you know, whatever. Y'all look a little suspect or whatever. I'm gonna pull my. Hell, I do that, and that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I don't. But but I don't look like that, and that's still wrong with me making that assumption. But I don't. They but, treat and every. You, and you said, but they, it doesn't. It, it was wrong of you making that assumption, right? And it, them making that assumption. It's out there, but that. But they do thing, that on the difference is they do it on every black person, not just the ones that like they may clock your ass over the head. And that's the that's an entirely different thing. It's an entirely different thing. I mean, I got I did, got you. What I, I, what I look, watch the Young Turks. Okay, the Young Turk. Yeah, you ever watch the little no. Young Turk people? Mm-hmm. They like the liberal. Um, mm-hmm. they like Fox News. All the, not young, not Fox News, but um, what's the uh the newspaper thing that um the man that was over that was for Trump um Breitbart Breitbart Media Young Turks are like the liberal Breitbart Media mm-hmm. basically they don't make stuff up though but, right you know whatever and so they <laughs> they had um the guy that was on there and he was uh it was a white guy and a white girl and the guy was talking about the um white people that uh uh just talking and oh, I'm hitting stuff I'm sorry uh that just are blatantly you know racist and you know calling when the mo- oh, it was a specific story the Muslims were moving next door to them and you know next door or whatever and they was 
They had the same way when the black people moved next door. Yeah, they we know was acting fool or whatever. And so the man was totally on his little side. But then the young lady, she said, now suppose, you know, she, he, she didn't think that the um, white guy was right at all in, in any um, shape, form, or fashion. But she was like, suppose this was one of the Fox News, Breitbart, you know, folks, that that's all they watch and that's all they, you know, listen to. So all you're going to get is... These folks coming to kill you. They got, you know, they taking over. They're going to blow you up next door, whatever. And so once I come outside and I see you, that's all I know. And that's all I see. And that's all I've heard because that's what I've been indoctrinated to, you know, believe. I'm sorry, but people like that are idiots to me. Like, I'm just not, I'm just not going to let your opinion inform everything I believe about another group of people. Hey, people I'm just not going to do that. I mean, that to, to me, that's insane. Like, for me, for you to listen, if you're sitting at home right now listening to something that says that when all these people are doing this and all these people are doing that, all these people are doing this, and you have an attitude with, that, with one of those members of that group, then that's something on you. And somebody may try to turn this around and say, well, I said that about white gays. I'm not saying about all white gays because I got some really cool white gay friends. Mm-hmm. But some of the white gays, and really more than it should be, uh, have those type of uh, those type of feelings. I remember Bobby and I were a member of this group uh, back when we first met, and it was like a fundraising group. And one of the people in there was a retired veteran who was a lesbian who used to give President Obama hell. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell, bitch? <laughs> really? Like, who else is going to look out for you? No. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to look out for you? You know, even when even when you even when you think about the whole thing that they talked about with the whole thing with marriage equality, and he didn't do this fast enough. He can only do certain so things. Much. I don't do so much. You know, I feel the same way about black people who said President Obama didn't do it. He could only he wasn't the president of the black people, the president of the United States. So, so so like so like get over yourself. But, I mean, there are just fundamental things that I think that people need to kind of be able to understand. Like, you can't understand someone else's culture if you don't expose yourself to mm-hmm. it. You know? I think my broader point would be when we get off into our silos, whether you be the woke folks, the pro-black, Black Lives Matter, redneck racist, once you get into your silos and that's the only message that you're listening to, then you don't know what the hell is going on on the chamber. outside. So, you know, you can be whoever your leader is or whatever you're listening to can be feeding you anything. So tune in to something and somebody else other than, you know, just that auntie or grandma that you were listening to. And I will say, though, it's kind of it's kind of sad. It just goes to show we don't really think for ourselves. We do hey, not. So you know, like, I use myself as an example. Like, if I would have kept the same mentality I had coming in, I would have never met y'all. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I would have never been exposed to different things in life. You know, now I can say, I'll be having the time of my life. I gotta throw shade now. <laughs> oh, and you can read a bitch for filth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I learned how to, because I put my stuff to the side and actually got to understand people. Your reading skills are just phenomenal. Do you see that post he did with his uncle? No. Baby, he let his uncle have everything. Let me tell you, Rashad served his ass up on a platter, put an uh, apple in his mouth. Oh, Hey, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to with y'all. You know what? I'll I'll see you know, man. It's all about stop trying to listen to what you hear and 
But find out for yourself. Yeah, you but you know, even reach about so 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 before we close this out, I also want to do a, talk a little bit about uh activism and act and advocacy as well. So like recently, um Papa John, John Snatcher, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> you a fuck boy is what you are. Um yeah. <laughs> now I like the little garlic sauce. I used to love I, Papa I, John. I, I, it hurt my feelings a little bit to get that Bring shit me a up. Pepperoncino, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, he he. So so now he's resigned because somebody heard him use the n word in a in a meeting. But he was one of the first ones to about the football players shouldn't be kneeling. Like, why are y'all woke Negroes just get to the point now where that shit you fed up with? It? Now what he said was, you know, I be trying to find out what he said was. He didn't act, he used the words, but he was saying what someone else said. If you're a white person, you order, can't use the N-word, fuck that. In order to say that we don't use language like that. Now, I don't and, believe as he that. furthered on, he I said, I understand. That. Although I said it in the gist that I said, I understand that it hurt a lot of people. Wait a minute, hold on, dude. I'm just saying no, what no, he's saying. No, no, he's a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> Let me just say this. <laughs> there is no way, there is no way, there is no way that if I'm in a meeting, if I'm in a meeting with my folks and I say, well, look, so words like spick, cracker, and nigga, we're not going to use because we don't use language that way. If someone reported me for saying that, if y'all listen to me right now and heard me say that, and you said, oh, Tony, used it, Tony was using it as Play an example. Play recording. <laughs> you know, if he did that, why would you resign? I, he, I mean, I'm with you. Because he's a lying son of a bitch. I'm just telling you That's what he why. said. That's why he's taking his face he's off. He's a fuckboy. That's what he is. I hate him. him, and I hope the pieces of chain burn well, down. Well, I don't hate him. God told me not to hate him, but I don't like I, him. I don't mm, like him. Uh-uh. passion. No. He, he's a terrible <laughs> person. But anyway, so y'all got my dander up. <laughs> we're going to go into another break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to see what kind of food this uh, church lady got for us over here. In the name of Jesus. We'll be back. Good job. <laughs> and that dry this episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's At right. At your house. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's the office number. Don't call my cell phone. Alright, so we are back for our last phase of Same Crap Different Day. Uh, I do want to thank everybody for joining thank in. Yeah. Um, we do this uh one because we like it and we hope that y'all are liking it. Uh if you are listening to our podcast, please check us out on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Uh, iTunes, um, wherever you get your podcast, please, please, please um like us, subscribe so you get the new episodes. 
And also, do some reviews. Like, let us know what y'all think. Tell your friends uh, and Tell your friends. Tell a neighbor. Tell a friend. Oh, glory. <laughs> we going to have friends and family day next week. <laughs> <laughs> so so we were looking at some of the countries that, we, uh, that, that we've had people listen to, and it's really kind of mind-blowing. But, you know, the internet doesn't have any boundaries. So, of course, most of our um, listeners in the United States, we got people in Ireland, India, Canada, Pakistan, and Ecuador. Like, why are y'all listening? But oh, we're going we to keep y'all. If you're from another country and you listen, let us know. We uh, like you can, milk. <laughs> you can send us an email at samecrapdifferentday247 at gmail. That's samecrapdifferentday247 at gmail. So, okay, enough of that. So now... We coming on down the road, Mr. Derek Stevenson. What you got? Well, I got something for everybody. Uh-uh. There's something for everybody. So I shared a video on Facebook the other um, day, and it was a little parody commercial of um, some white folks that was basically selling a product to other white people. It was a little syrup that they could take that was called Mind your own damn business. And, you know, the people were going in on my Facebook about this syrup. And they wished that it was real, you know. Because, you know, all the little stuff that's been on in the news. The lady I about calling, a carton of it. Huh? I about a whole carton. <laughs> the lady that was on um, got some black folks out get that shit, too. And, see, that's where I'm going. All these black folks was on my page, you know, talking about they knew somebody white that needed to give it to and blah, blah, blah. No. All y'all need some. All y'all need to mind your own damn business when it comes to a whole lot of things. The folks that go to church and you got a problem with the folks that don't go to church, mind your own damn business and let them figure it out on their own because that's what the Lord wanted them to do. And the folks that's the other way around that don't go to church, and you got an issue with the folks that go to church. Glory! Mind your own damn business. The Lord is seeing them through, and if he ain't seeing them through, they got faith that he going to do it. So shut up and mind your own business. Y'all folks that got an issue with the folks that smoking marijuana and all other kind of things, mm. shut your up. Because you drinking a whole bottle of wine before you go to sleep. You done took four Tylenol PM. You done screwed 12 people. Whatever it is you want to do to get over how you want to get over. But you got a problem with the way somebody else and how they doing it. And what? Shut up and mind your own business. Do what you going to do that's going to make you happy. And you folk with parents, y'all parents, you done got 60 and 70, you want to tell, you know what? Tell a story to your children, but don't give instructions. Because when you give instructions at that that age, they ain't going to listen to you because you ain't listening to your mama. I remember my mama telling my grandmama, how these is my kids. And I'm going to raise them up, but now you trying to tell somebody else. No, 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 no. Mind your own business. What else? I had something else. What else they need to mind their business about? Don't say nine one one. We have a fire inside. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. Because people are the folks that got something to say about the people that's all in these different relationships. If they gay, let them be gay. If they buy, let them be buy. As long as they ain't trying to get by you, unless you fine with that. 
That's what I'm saying. You know, you're going to be fine with it when that y'all get behind the door, but you don't want nobody to know. That's y'all mind your business and let them mind that. But you screw who you want to screw, however often you want to screw it, however you want to do it. All I'm going to say is, as I said at the end of each show, if you can't be good, be good at it. I'm going to say it again later on. But mind your business. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. I'm hmm. sorry. That did not go over well. What uh, you mean so, it didn't go over well? <laughs> people been getting on my nerves because they but, got okay, something to say about but, everything. But, but hold on. So, so maybe you shouldn't have used that particular meme to get that point across. Yeah, I should. Because that, no, because that was very specific for a specific reason. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I and don't don't get me wrong. I do believe that people need to mind their own damn business. Mm-hmm. Too many folks being everybody's business while your shit is raggedy than a can of crap. Mm-hmm. But with that particular example that you used, they were specifically talking about these white folks calling the police on black folks for no good goddamn reason. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, but so I mean, I see what you're saying, but I guess to be mad at the people who made the comments, you could have got a more generalized so, one. I'm not mad at the people that made the comments. Right. It was just some of the comments that the people were making. Like what? So you were making general comment, not um. They started commenting about you know everyday things that everyday people do, not calling the police on you know somebody that's serving. You know what they start talking about? You know little church stuff. I mean, it was just you know I can't even think about anything specific because they was just all so stupid and whatever. But my whole thing was that was just the light bulb that led me to think about that people just need to mind that people have an opinion about everything. And you can have an opinion about it. You don't have to tell me. And especially if I didn't ask you. Well, you know, that's my thing on Facebook. But you know what? You hadn't trained your Facebook friends because that's, you know, that's my whole thing. Like people love like giving their two cents about stuff. And half the time, like you post like I do, you just don't say much. Like when I post stuff, I'm posting something to make you think about something. Mm-hmm. I'm posting something I think people need to know about. But I never want your damn opinions. Like I just don't want to talk about you and your opinions. If I ain't that Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one, and some of them stink. See? Like I don't like I don't I don't care about your opinions. And that's what that's what bothers me about we we started this off talking about communication. But that's what bothers me about today's communication. Cause then you know. Them crying white tears folks. Well, this is my first amendment right, bitch. Not on my page, it's not. <laughs> now you take your first amendment white ass right, right on something like else. But we're not doing that shit over here. You know, and people do that all the time. Well, I think, well, baby, ain't nobody asking you to think your life is totally a wreck right now. So why would I want your opinion? You know, and it just bothers me. Like, can we just like put something up without having all your opinions on it? Like, that's not what. Well, that's what Facebook is for. No hell, you don't, the, you don't get the you don't get what my Facebook it, is for. If I ask you for it, then that's different. And I rarely ask for opinions. And you know what else pissed me out though? What when you do, when you do ask for opinions, these motherfuckers go off on another tangent. Like Talking about got nothing, else. nothing that I nothing. It was like maybe they had something that was in that crawl from three weeks ago that, that I said. What we that they, about. Oh, I can finally say it. That's not what I was. Put that on about. your page. <laughs> that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, so people. I'm sorry, people. Y'all get on my nerves. Yeah, they 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 a bit much. They are. I love people, but y'all get on my nerves. But the other thing though is, you know, it, and this is not necessarily about. Yeah, I guess it's about minding folks' business. Like the obsession that we have with celebrities. I don't care. I don't care. Like I don't care that Chris Brown got arrested. 
I don't care who Rihanna fucking. I don't give a shit about none of that because guess what? It's not doing anything to pay my bills. You know, and I'm not, and I think, I think part of that there might have a lot to do with our backgrounds, with our entertainment backgrounds. Because, you know, working in television, you probably saw a lot of people. Yeah, I saw a lot of people working in radio. So it was not like I see these people like, oh, that's something like, hey, girl, like, you got bills just like I got. When Mary J. Blige cussed me out because she didn't want to go on the stage, I was done. Okay. One of my best things when I was working for a radio station, we used to have this thing called Jams Fest. And Jams Fest was like this big all day. She might have cussed me out at Jams Fest. And I drove around <laughs> Blue Cantrell, Alicia Keys, and A Ball and JG. <laughs> and all that I remember was Alicia Keys saying, He drives a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not hey. I'm not I'm not impressed with people. I'm your celebrity doesn't mean anything to me. So I'm not really trying to get in your business. It's just like those people who watch, and we talked about this too. Those people watch all these reality shows. And they fake. Not only are they fake, they're pretty, usually barely written, barely act, barely acted. And at the end of the day, why are you getting off on somebody else's misery? Like, I just don't understand that. Like, I'm watching this. I, it, I guess it does. Why I guess I'm not trying miserable. to um, mimic it? Why you want to do that? They look a fool on TV. You gonna look at extra food. At least they getting yeah. some coins to do it. Yeah, you, you ain't gonna get coins though. You ain't gonna get nothing. Hey, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I got mad. <laughs> 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 Who these Cardi B's? Why Cardi knows and Cardi C? <laughs> Ooh, get on my nerves, Jesus. I'm but we, out. but we do have we, <laughs> we do have an obsession with with, with celebrities and in their lives, and I'm, I'm like, why is that really important? Like, I, you know, I think it came a part of the reality TV thing. You know, I got to see the just the. You know. uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Robin Leach. And you know, what I was just gonna say like <laughs> styles of the rich and famous. <laughs> this, you Why was Sean looking like he don't even know? No. It might some reruns might have came on VH1. Yeah. V8, they did come on VH1 later. Yeah, but lifestyles of the rich and famous. Lifestyles <laughs> of the rich and famous. But they were like doing big stuff. Like they were buying yachts and stuff. They not throwing <laughs> bows at the damn uh, Magic City in Atlanta. You know, it's like you know what you think about on MTV Cribs. Cribs. Cribs was the urban version of lifestyle. Yeah, it was the again? urban version. Jesus, be offense. I know. If you said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He old. My bad. Yeah, he is. But yeah, I mean, you know, so. Who? I'm God, done. Get him, Lord. Smite him. Smite him, Lord. Smite him. Smite him, Jesus. Lord, I think Tony just put a, a voodoo on me or something. He that was his the Lord. And put a that on was me. the Lord. That was nothing but the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so are you finished with your rant? Yeah, we do want people to mind their own damn yeah, business. Just mind you. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Mind your business. Just mind, and we, it, that'll make the world a whole a better place. Make this world a better place. Yes, if you can. No, when my grandma said, cause you can. Cause you can. Cause you can. She said, oh, not if you can, because I know you can, so cause you can. You That's and your grandma extra. Hey! All right, so, uh, fellas, y'all got anything else? Is all my hearts and composed? Everything good on this end. Like I said, mind your business. 
Uh-huh. And while you minding your business, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. Anyway, he's so churchy. <laughs> Oh, uh, so that wraps <laughs> that wraps up this episode of Same Crap Different Day. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, if you have any show ideas, uh, inboxes, uh, check out our Facebook page. Uh, we, we're always looking for new ideas. Uh, and I think if you know how to get voodoo off, let me know. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>